favorite, but probably not, podcast, rap podcast, Unwrapped. I am your one co-host, K Pricks, joined always by my curly hair, racially ambiguous co-host. Max Cambria. I thought he was going to say did my you, name. Honestly. No, why would I want to say your name? I want you uh, to. He deleted it, but his Snapchat is back. Make sure you add him. Please don't add me. That's a bare minimum Snapchat. Very bare minimum. He wants streaks. I do not. That's the main thing I don't want. And I know you're saying this because I said that. You said that? It's on record that I said that. Where? It's in somewhere. No, I'm going to screenshot that. on Twitter? No. Is, is it on your Finsta? Correct. But now the people know that I have a Finsta. Everybody knows you also. have a Finsta, though. I get approached about it three times a week. I say, hey, man, just hit it a follow. I'm not the gatekeeper here. What about your Finsta? Uh, I'm part of a Finsta, yeah, but it's run by several people. So you're a Finsta collective? No, we don't meet regularly. But you meet? Mm, well, we only we only cyber met to make the Finsta. The distance, I couldn't meet in person. It was too great of a distance. Too great of a distance? Yeah, I didn't want to drive that long. What's What drive are we talking about here? What's the, uh, what are we talking about today <laughs> on the show that we call Unwrapped, which is a podcast about rap and hip-hop related things as well as other things today we're talking about our favorite albums of the decade the albums we really liked in the last 10 years of life yeah yeah huge span a lot of music but uh i'm curious to see what's on your list i don't think you are but we're gonna <laughs> do it anyway we're gonna why, get through it all right why? so go ahead man what do you got well i guess i have to start off nice with you didn't even let me say that. I know, but nice that you're starting. All right, go ahead. No, I want you to start now. Throw an you album want me at me. Na- you want me to name one? Yeah, just throw on an album. On my list, the best, my favorite of the decade. Correct. Not necessarily the best, but just what my my picks. If you, if I said, if I had somebody who was, let's say, 18 years old, an adult in this country. Yes. And they had 10 years to live between 2010 and 2019. These are the in albums that you're recommending to them? These are the albums that, for my personal selection, you should listen to and or understand. Yes. Throw one at me. Can this person be also racially ambiguous? Like, kind of like me? Mm, I'll Even say yes. I'll I've say yes. I've said on other podcasts of my unofficial official heritage. What's your unofficial official You'd heritage? You'd say yes, so they could be a cousin. Yes, if you want to recommend this list to your cousin. Uh, I'm not. I don't have any cousins who are 18. But if there was a person who resembled one of my cousins at the certain age range of 18 and they were going to die when they were 28, and these are the only albums I said you must listen to before that time happens, as they come out, because they came out during the decade. So to him, they'd be like, new albums. They'd be like, oh, this came out? I have no idea. And then like 2015. But to you, this is just... All right, we're going to pick an album now <laughs> off my list. Here we go. I chose as one of the staple albums, my favorite albums of 2010-2019-2020. really. And these are in no order of importance and or rank. Trilogy. I also have that, actually. The Weeknd. More specifically, though. House of Balloons. Yes. Why 
so but why trilogy you... in general I took as one thing because everybody who doesn't know takes it as one thing. So I'm assuming this cousin resembler would not know really, and he should just listen to all 30. Well, I think it's just because it's better packaged, so to say. Like there's, it's all just in one place. Whereas someone like me or you, you know, we found House of Balloons and then. We found Thursday, and then we well, found... Well, I would say that to understand where the weekend's music is right now, especially with Blinding Lights and Heartless, um, and minus Starboy, but where it is right now, you can just listen to Trilogy and kind of just see a roadmap ahead of yourself. It also redefined R&B for a lot of different artists. I'd agree. It was a very, very strong and good project. Timeless also the, classic. Uh, I really enjoyed the mystery behind him at that time, where people didn't know if he was a man or a band. I, I really well, enjoyed that. Well, people really don't know a lot of his doings anyway these yeah, days. Yeah, but now we at least know he's a man. We know what he looks like. We know he dated Selena Gomez. Bella had dated. Are you jealous like, about you know? that, the Selena Gomez bit? I know you find her very attractive. Uh, That's a good question. If you were in the weekend's position. No, no, wait. Let me answer that. That's a good question, you see. Because in a sense, yes, but also in a sense, no. Because... There is these underlining talks of her being very toxic and uh, not good for the spirit. Who besides the weekend? Because he just needs materials, right? Oh, just search it. Uh, you can you can just search it on Twitter. Toxic and to the spirit. Toxic to the men she dates. In what way? Um, I mean, I want to put this on record. I'm not a fan of Selena Gomez's music, acting, or looks. But go on. I'm not a fan of her music or acting, but I do think but she's as an a attractive public woman. person. What else does she do? You must know. All right. Selena Nothing. Gomez, Toxic to Men. Might be subject of a weekend song or some other people's songs. Who knows? People like to speculate. I think she's for sure subject she, of one of his songs. She's the subject of a part of at least one of his songs for sure. Which in order to get a song written about you, you got to be at least a little toxic or you got to be madly in love. But uh, I'm going to say she was toxic. Well, that's not the rule for for that's not the rule for everybody. You don't have to be toxic to get a song written about you. Or you can be madly in love. Or you can be a good person. Or you can be generous. Or you can have a farmer named. No one's writing a song Old about someone because they're a generous person. Old McDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. and on that farm he had a pig. That's not about him being generous. P-I-G. That's about him being what are you a great about? person. He has a sanctuary for farm animals. You think a farm is a sanctuary? His was. He didn't, there's no part about killing in that song. Yeah, that's just the... What album's from that from? Might have made my decade list. Psych, that's just the media made version. made my century list. How do you know that there's not the Rio version? You the know? real version the not is watered down probably version. Old MacDonald had a farm in the Dust Bowl, and he killed his children to survive. Exactly. Now we're getting to the meat and potatoes. But not the animals. Well, he had to kill those animals to eat. All right. He sold them, actually, to buy the knife to kill his children. All right. What's yours? We both covered one. That's one. Put it on the board. Um, one of mine, and no order, would be Watch the Throne. Oh, nice. I had that as well. But eh, that might have made my honorable mention list, but it's on a list regardless. It, yeah, it, it could have, for me, probably go the either way The collab album, also. that is the collab album. Yeah, it's held in high, res- high regard. You have to Plus talk the, about uh, it when you talk about collabs. If you're just generally talking about them, kind of also like Trilogy, redefined how to do a collab album. Yeah, super good. Plus the documentary that they released with it was part of my like favorite documentaries ever. I, I watched it several times. Very inspiring. Uh, the whole process behind it, how they just went to uh, 
a house somewhere and just recorded, brought all their producers and friends out and just made music. Great. And it's before Kanye went on his whole uh, downward spiral, I would say. Before the spiral and before his now self-proclaimed upward spiral, which is Christianity. Yeah. Plus, uh, it inspired them doing niggas in Paris, like what, 30 times in a row in Paris? That's just nuts. That is crazy. How could you stand for that? People were standing. Would you would you stay at that concert if they did that song? Yeah, I'm thirty six times spent, in a row. I spent money on that ticket. Thirty six times in a row though. Hey, no other song. Hey man, we're trying to get lit. Alright. I'm just curious. If you if you could do it if I don't know if I could, man. That same beat, the same lights. Questionable. But it's provocative. It gets people going. Is it back to me? Yes. I have a quick question. Are these all supposed to be in the rap hip-hop genre? No, not at all. Oh, okay. So this is a broad. So top 10, you really think that serves it justice? All right. Anyway, top 10. Yeah, I mean, it's Uh, Stay on the the wave. And I know this is on your list, too, so I can get – now we can both be three done. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That's actually probably my number one, if not even ranking. That's just my – Big MB – DTF fan, you're ba- ba- some people it's would describe you <coughs> as as that album being essentially just what you're about. Correct. I I would think a lot of people would say that it's one of the only albums I've ever bought. I listen to one of those songs at least once a day. Um, more specifically, Devil in a New Dress. Um, it's just an amazing fucking album. Amazing album. Definitely Kanye at his best. Plus, I enjoy the whole backstory behind it. He's shamed, goes into making an album, hidden away in Hawaii. Again, brings everybody to him. Doesn't really show anybody what's happening. Drops an amazing fucking album with an amazing documentary. Amazing video for it. It's just it's just a work of art. Truly a work of art. Kanye. Plus the... Uh, at his finest. All the alternative... Uh, Album covers. I enjoyed looking at those also. It's just art, man. So Purest nice art. Art event that he created. Well, since you took that from my list also. Nice. We're at three. We are. <laughs> Choo choo. I have acid rap. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that uh, That would have made. I'm sure that makes my list, but not top 10, uh, not top 15, only because I didn't really? pay as much attention to it. It's not albums that shouldn't be on the list it's albums that are on my list acid rap i listened to i listened to it thoroughly but it wasn't until after it came out and it wasn't as much paid attention to as other albums on the list so i'm glad you mentioned it acid rap big definer of your childhood a lot of acid trips or what not a lot of acid 13 trips, 12 but there what were, you, were you started 11 not Jeez, acid trips. man that is young 10 years old you started doing acid but chance was highly played in the shed during our integral Forming of the shed of our experiences of our group connecting, a lot of chance, uh, an extreme amount of chance, equally probably good amount of early Vic Mensa before he got really corny, but uh, for sure acid rap was up there for me. That that's it. I thought there was gonna be some other diatribe. About I mean, it's I nice, I don't really know how else to defend it. To nice. me, it's just a very good project. It. Really put him on the map. You couldn't go anywhere without people talking about Chance once that project really hit the mainstream. It blew him up. It blew him up. That album and he's never been able to produce a song nearly as good as it. Well, he's off his acid. He's 
off his cigarettes. He's a wholesome Christian man yeah, running for mayor. The drugs don't make the music. The drugs absolutely make the music. Not if he was, you know, in tune with his artistic ability. Which came from drugs. Right. One of these days, we're going to have the conversation on this podcast about how drugs, without drugs, a lot of these artists, quote-unquote, cannot drug, create. I'm not, I'm not saying that with that take drugs out of the equation and the music's going to be as good, but for an, as an artist matures, Chance wanted to be in the mainstream. Here you are, Chance. So, yes, you got to make matured, that move. You he have matured to find away from a drugs. new way to get into a creative space and make your music as good. You should be getting better. And then there should be, you know, some would argue, some people have favorite artists that they argue never decline. I'm sure there's Kanye stands out there who think that he's just been up and up and up and up. No, sure. every, every artist Drake, takes a hit. There are man. Drake stands that believe Drake is on the up and up and up. No. Stands. I, yeah, I mean, stands would argue that, but that's that's an absurd thought. Everybody takes a hit. Not everybody out. can Chances produce a, a good song. a young artist. Two. One album. One. Yeah, actually, yes. When he dropped one. that, he was fairly young. So no, I, I will no, admit, no, he's a young artist now. He has one studio album. Yes, one. but he has two projects behind that. Coloring book. He has ten day acid rap, and uh, oh wait, is that it? I no, thought he had a, another. another one in yeah, is there another one in there somewhere? Some. Oh, and uh, Donnie Trumpin in the social experiment. Oh, did. yeah, that. Um, okay. Do are we counting that? Did we really want to count? Are we that? counting any mixtapes? Yes, we have to. Oh, we're forgetting the big day. And th- that's right now. That's yes. the studio so album. So, Big Day, Day Coloring, Coloring Book, Book Acid Day, Rap. Acid Rap. Ten, yeah, okay. okay. So, let's not count that Donnie Trump and shit. So let's, don't count that. For being someone who just released his first studio album, I'll even count Coloring Book in that vein because that was his. This isn't an album, but it's, it's an album. It's an album. So, he's two albums deep. Where was The okay. Weeknd two albums deep? <sighs> Kissland. But it was really Thursday. No, see, we can't, we can't argue that. We can't or do chance like Drake that. Not argue that. Deep. Guess what, chance? Find your creative zone because guess what? There are not many artists that trip acid and at the peak of acid write all their lyrics down, mix all their beat, do all that. No, it's not like that. It's a process, and they go back to it days later. And they go back to it a week later, and they refine it yes. and they redo it. Chance is un- incapable of doing that right now. You know why? Because he's a mayor of uh, Chicago. He's a settled man. He has settled life. Didn't he just have another child? He's got another one on the way, I'm sure. Like I said, there will not be another Chance album until there's at least three of them. I don't I don't think there should be another Chance album for a while. Why? I'll try 10 years. Yeah, I would I would say at least five. I think he should refine himself, refine what he wants to do with music. Because the, the whole... He's, he's bouncing around too much. He's trying to be too mainstream. He's trying to promote this whole new family rap it's good to love your wife and and which is fine it's it's fine don't do it but in it's the way not doing it also, yeah it's, it shouldn't be a whole album it shouldn't be your your also stop taking kanye's lyric. phone calls when kanye says no bro do more gospel stop taking those phone calls let me ask you a question here if kanye and chance made a collab gospel album they, there is a collab album somewhere apparently but it's full gospel like i'm talking i'd still listen to it yeah really how yeah. how well do you think it would do? I have no idea, man. I'm sure it would do great in Kanye camps. I'm sure it would do fantastic in Chance camps. But in the main main everybody in between, who knows, man? I think it might flop, man. Who knows? Well, like the, their two albums did, sure. I mean, Jesus is King. I mean, it, that's not really being talked about anymore, and that's a fairly right. recent Kanye album. Either is Kids See Ghosts. 
I feel like kids see ghosts caught a nice little niche pocket where people still listen to that if you're a big enough Kanye and and Cuddy fan. That's in some people's like of shuffle, but it's not something I'm seeking out to listen to. I agree, but some people are seeking it out. Some people Yay. are are hoping for a second one. Some people like that's I'm sure there will their be their album. But yay, just like there's going to be Jesus King too. Yay, not talked about. Okay? We're not going to talk about the relevance of yeah. the rappers right. who should uh, be yeah. doing better and they're not. <laughs> we digress. We got on a whole maybe we'll just have a Chance podcast one day where we just deep dive in the Chance the rapper. Malibu, Anderson Pack. That's my number 4. That was going to make my list actually. All right. So look, now we're both you're at 5, I'm at 4. But it's not on my list. Oh. But it was gonna make my list. All it right. was. It's. It's one of my well, let's backgrounds. Let's put that in at number eleven for you. Sure, let's do it. Sure. Why did it? Why make your list? Did it make my list? Well, it is essentially the breakout album of all breakout albums. No one. Knew, That's a very high praise. No one knew who Anderson Pack was coming from the West Coast. No one, and he. Even though he had Venice, even though he had other music, even though he... I actually enjoy Venice a lot. All up and... I did too. All up and down that coast, he might have been known, but he broke into the mainstream with this album and shot him right to the seat of the Grammys. For someone to make an album... Did and that the, album get and nominated? And the Grammys to just go, this person that we've never heard of before deserves a Grammy. Not that I think the Grammys are the end-all, be-all. I certainly don't. I think their opinions are, are flawed in a lot of ways, but... For that to happen, that's pretty incredible. He has soul roots that are, and, and his beats are rooted in music that you can actually tell is real. And he does a lot of his own writing. He does a lot of his own bring, bringing aspects of who he wants on the album together. He talked about, kind of gave a complete picture of, of the West Coast and what it was like living as he did and it's or in that surfer kind of rapper niche that no one you know surfing rapping what who who puts those together well he did in a great album that everybody should listen to did that actually get a grammy or was it grammy nominated might have been grammy nominated pretty sure it won a grammy though i'm oh wait no nominated there you go uh best urban contemporary album urban contemporary album it was a pretty good album um I enjoy probably, I would say, 90, 95% of that album. There's some songs where I'm, like, not really a fan of. Um, but I will say Lightweight from that album is actually, like, one of my top ten favorite songs of all the time. It's it's just something about it where I just I deeply enjoy that song. Could not tell you why, but it's it's just up there. So, all right, you're number five. Yeah, I have um, Good Kid, Mad City. Interesting choice. Uh, it's probably up there on top I've, albums it was of the decade. Between, was ten. Yeah, it, it, it was between this and to Pimp a Butterfly. Which is on my list, which will do Kendrick in general here. Nice. Interesting. Cover my number five. Um, yeah, to Pimp a Butterfly is on my top ten list. Why would you choose to Pimp a Butterfly? Then I'll talk about why I chose Mad Kid. I mean, Mad City. It showed... Because in juxtaposition with Good Kid, Bad City, it showed an extreme, almost literative depth to Kendrick Lamar that had previously been unseen. That made a lot of people, and a lot of people who, for better, for lack of a better term, are biased. 
yes. against the <clears throat> rap community. Say that it was horrible because they were expecting something from him that was in this. They thought that he had to operate in a certain genre. And he didn't. Made a lot of people mad. All of a sudden, made a lot of people not mad. I mean, people were still mad about it. And those people, again, for lack of a better term, or lack of a more offensive term, are biased. But the album, the, what he talks about on the album, I mean, essays have been written on it. Books have been written about it. I'm sure it's, it's an album that is probably going to be played for years to come. It's a very good and album, And when yeah. people think back on the 2010s, which I hate that term for some reason, in, and in the 2040s, this album's probably going to come to mind. After the Kendrick doc, which will come after, you know, I'm sure Kanye will put out six docs about himself before <laughs> Kendrick, get, Kendrick gets his one. But after all that, people will still think about To Pimp and Good Kid Mad City, honestly. See, I chose Good Kid Mad City because it was his real mainstream run, I would say. And for a period of time, uh, that fucking swimming pools was everywhere. Literally Some everywhere. Was everywhere. And then Mad City was also everywhere. That drop that um mm-hmm. towards the end. Very overplayed. I mean, so was swimming pools at some point, but still the impact, cultural impact and just the I guess attention that that album brought was undeniable. I mean, like I said, it was it's pretty unchangeable with To Pimp Butterfly for me. I would say To Pimp Butterfly is probably critically better. And more thoughtful and in depth, but Good Kid was just culturally it it like defined a year. The cultural impact was there for sure, for sure. All right, there goes the fives. Is this back to me or is this you? It's technically back to you with numeral six zero. Um, so this one's gonna be debatable, but I chose Igor, and the reason I know it's fairly new. Super new. But the reason I chose this was, one, that album, there's no fucking skips on that album. Not at all. It's a, it's a work of art. plays fully from start to finish. Two, from Tyler the Creator to go from golf wang, like, to very provocative, now I'm a <laughs> horrible lyrics that probably would not pass today, to I'm going to put on this wig and these shiny suits and, and dance around. Well, he, he fully, I mean, he's done a lot. In the public eye, he's he he out. does he's he does done a lot of I mean, different branding, so he's really stepped into his own. I mean, Flower Boy helped him get there and and stuff, but Igor was a full personality persona switch, and it was received so well that I I just couldn't believe it. The fact that this man was able to go from his earlier stages to this without one his core fan base and two the hip hop world being like. What the fuck is this gimmick? Like, how is this not taken as a gimmick? True. I found it very interesting. And also, like I said, that project to me is just, it's its a very good project. I'm sure, you know, I don't know if that'd make my top 10, but, you know, maybe up there. But you know, recognition, for sure, it's just too early for me to tell with that album. I mean, I i do it based on my frequency of listen, to be honest. I mean, also that. I mean, that album I listened to quite a bit. Uh, Earthquake, Puppet. A boy is a gun. All very good songs to me. All right, number six for Max. Coming along the Tyler Vane. Let's go with Channel Orange, Frank Ocean. I also have that, actually. 
Everybody should have that. Everybody should have Frank that. Frank Ocean released twice in this decade, and that, and discounting his new songs and discounting Endless, the visual album, his studio album releases were two, and one of them should make it on your top list of the decade. Do you have Blonde at all, or did you choose? Not in my top ten. Okay. But it's, it's probably on there. My top, it's definitely in probably my top 20. Yeah, I also put uh, Channel Orange just because I feel like that album, in terms of R&B, it's probably one of, it's it's easily top 10 in terms of just R&B alone of like all time. But in the decade, it's just, I mean, there's people who still just talk about turning on this album and crying or some shit, like tweeting about it. It's yeah. just like uh it's just a known album. Frank Ocean is a known fact. That album has little skips. I mean it's just it's a very good project. Now I have I think I'm actually gonna save this one, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that one last. But I have Control Scissors album. This is what, our seven? I think this might be my eighth because you took Channel Orange also for me. So I think I have two left. Okay. <coughs> I chose Control because, again, flawless up, absolutely flawless. It's just a classic to me. There's no skips. I think for her, for her to release that album, and I'm I'm clearly a man, and she's talking from a woman's perspective, and I still greatly enjoy and relate to the songs and think they're good. I it's just it's something I listen to quite often. Like I said, no skips, man. That's that's the basis of my albums to be very good. No, no skips. skipping those songs. Very rarely do I skip a song on that album. Even Play if start it's out finish. of order? Even if it's in a shuffle? I enjoy putting it on shuffle, actually. No, not the album. I mean, if it just comes oh, an up album? in your general shuffle rotation. Yeah, I don't skip. Nice, man. And I think this will be clear with what my final album will be. And I think this actually might be my number one, but I'm going to save it. I know what it is, but it's okay. Um... Interesting. What's yours? Uh, this would be my seven because you got one of my slots and I just counted. And uh, honestly, I mean, I have a lot of good options here, but, and I hate to give it to him, but I think in, in, in terms of the decade, you have to put take care on your list, period. That's one of mine also. Nice. Caitlin's already up to nine. That means I his next is his big reveal. I'll just go two then. Nice. Yeah, you should. Yep. Take uh, cares on it. My boy, The Weeknd, wrote most of it because Drake didn't doesn't know how to write. and Drake didn't know how to write at that time. Drake also still doesn't know how to write now, i.e. Scorpion, i.e. More Life, i.e. any of the music he's released after that that just hasn't caught on for more than about yeah, two, But also, weeks. The Weeknd gave those projects. I mean, those those songs. He gave them. Gifted. Correct. In a in a nice little Christmas wrap present. So really, again, the weekend's on here. <laughs> Another album, but it's a Drake album. That was when the last time Drake and Rihanna were actually like on talking. Not that they hate each other. They, she just doesn't fuck with Drake, and that was the last time she did. I feel like a lot of girls. That was don't fuck with around Drake. the time where Drake built the two week publicity stunt of me and Rihanna are dating. I've loved this girl since I've been twenty two, and then like two days later, Rihanna was like, nah. <laughs> Well, Rihanna's a, a hard unicorn to capture. Man. No, she she just sees through Drake's bullshit. So plus that was funny. his whole like he loves Nicki Minaj era. That was uh, right. He wants to eat her ass like a cupcake. Um, I don't think that was. Yeah, it's Nicki's words, not mine. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, even though I, I really don't like giving Drake too much credit, that was the last good album in my head that he's put out, and it was a great album. I don't think it's the last good album he put out, but it's for <sighs> sure his best album to me. And I know a lot of people will argue that, but it's it's his best album. The Ride is still probably one of my favorite songs featuring The Weeknd, ironically, but um, just solid album. I agree. There you go. There's your doc. And then right into my next one. Um, now, again, a lot of good choices here. Uh, I like to kind of stay in the same vein of music for this podcast, but maybe I throw in a yeah, throw in a curveball, sidewinder, or we'll uh, or we'll run through some honorable mentions before you give your number one. We can do that. Let's do that. So pick pick. This one isn't you want. my number one though. This is the one yeah I know. So my my number, my, my number one is next though. So I'm gonna do my honorable uh, mentions before I mention. Well, I don't rank these. These are not exactly. ranked at all. But yours but is ranked. This your number one, is, one ranked is your number one, and you have a only because special listener at home who you want to hear this. Don't no, you? but this For is only because. Out there. What are you about to say? <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. Um. Mm, I think, I think Hozier's self-titled album was pretty significant in terms of oh, I a agree. huge music influence on the scene. Someone who it's like it's like someone like Martin Scorsese directing movies. Like I'm not comparing them in terms of genius, but in terms of understanding influence. Like Martin Scorsese can look at a film and go, "This this influenced it," and this is why the director. Did this. Are you saying this because you just watched The Irishman? Hozier is from Ireland. Made it into the mainstream of America, um, pretty off his self-titled album, basically off his single "Take Me to Church." But he is very uh, fluent in musical language, in 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 crafting music, in understanding things like like he has a lot of jazz influence, and he has a lot of blues influence, and he has a lot of Irish influence. So obviously, so I think, and then now he released "Wasteland Baby," a second album, which wouldn't make this top ten list, but maybe top 50 also a very very good album i think wasteland baby might make my top top 30 a very good album i mean i'm excited to see what he has i've seen him live um he's you very i've seen him live he's very genuine he's a very good good artist to see live very entertaining very nice so i think he deserves a spot on my top albums i listen to hozier religiously yeah you kind of put me on to hozier actually well, really deep diving into Hozier and enjoying his music. All right, the Kalen number one. Well, I'm first, excited. first, I'm gonna give some honorable mentions. Nice Anis. Um, Danny Brown, Triple X. I deeply enjoy that album. Deeply. For a period of time when that first came out, it was all I listened to. I still go back to some of the songs. Um, Dirty Sprite Two by Future. I feel like that's just a cultural impact. In terms of hype music, Future should definitely get the top spot in the one of the top spots in the decade of who put out the best hype music. Oh yeah, for a period of time, Future <coughs> was just on a run, on a very well, he very. He is on a run. He he's is on, still he's on, on a it. run to Chick Fil A and then to the Popeyes garbage and to switch the sandwiches out. What a king! What a king! Um, I have a Tame Impala Currents just because, of course. Yeah, that's on my honorable list, I guess. Um, Chief Keef finally rich. Had to put that. So that would be what your top fifteen? Maybe. I don't know. This isn't in any order. These are just albums that I you want to mention and I recognize. Yeah. Um. What are we talking about? Like top twenty for that one though, Chief Keef? 
Top 30? Top 10? And top, mine? Top 11? That project and mine? Yeah. If you uh, were to put that somewhere in a, in a ranking of your music, where would it be? Probably top 20. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, lastly, my honorable mention, Playboy Cardi. Playboy Cardi. Uh, it's, of course, I love that album. I greatly love that album. Yeah, there's a lot of Playboy Cardi, uh, Playboy Cardi nights out there nowadays. But the bread and butter, my favorite project of the decade, the project I listen to the most. If you had to guess, what is it? Because you said oh, you know Are you basing it off of what you've listened to the most? What I enjoy, what I listen to the most, what I thought was a good project, everything. It has everything. It's my number one. Trippy Red? No. Oh, I thought you were a huge Trippy Red guy. What would have gave you that? You defended his honor several times, both publicly and privately. Give me one instance. Two, two, almost sweat. Give me, give me one. What instance. was the album? I got it wrong. <laughs> was that actually your guess? I feel like mm, it wasn't. Well, it was a guess. Give me your real guess. I don't know what you listen to, man. Now, you just said Chief Keef's in your top twenty, so now I gotta. Think yeah, that project. That was a huge again. project. Um, it's Arctic Monkeys AM. Oh, see, that's on my list. It is. Yeah, but I don't know if that's my last one. I oh. mean, that could have made my honorable um, mentions. I listen to this album every day from pretty much start to finish, like not even kidding. I listen to at least four songs from this album daily. Fireside, Knee Socks. Um, do I want to know? Why do you only call me when you're high? Just amazing projects. I mean, amazing songs, amazing project. I like how they took hip-hop and influenced it into their music. I've been on record saying I love when bands can do this and Both produce good music from this. Privately. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing when you can perfectly blend those those genres and produce good music and not sound too uh too too tryhardy, too mainstream, too culture vulture-y, I guess. They just perfected it and I thought it was a pretty good project. Didn't really like their other albums, but this album I listened to so much. So I, I just had to put it in my top the ten of the decade. The most recent album wasn't as strong. It, was, it wasn't good there's at all couple, to me. There's a couple, you know, blaps on there, but nothing crazy. Although the project before AM. Um, I think Modern Vampires. I forget what it's called. It might be. But I enjoy a couple songs off that also. But their most recent project was just a miss to me for some reason. But AM, my favorite album of the decade. The one I was to the most songs i love the most it's it just had to be it what's yours joseph well i guess i'll go through some of my honorable mentions first. yeah man and again Woo! even after i reveal my last album in no way does that mean it's my favorite album of the decade these are in no particular put order. in the applause folks but i think that a... as cultural as far as cultural impact goes somebody who unfortunately isn't escaping the 2010s and made a huge impact is Mac Miller. We should probably mention that. Yeah, he's he's in my top 15. He's probably, uh, I mean. What album there. in particular? Honestly, man, I enjoyed swimming a lot. And I'm not a huge Mac fan. I never got into him when people were hyped about him. Um, but when swimming came out, bef- I listened to that before all the tragic events happened, and I thought it was a pretty solid album, pretty good album. Like, oh, I it's really should get more album. into this guy. It's, um, and after he passed, um, full disclosure, that's when I then I went back. I had always had some Mac songs on my phone, a lot of the big ones, but I never really took time to, to go into his albums in depth. Um, and I never claimed to, to that. I never claimed to, Mac to be a Mac super fan. made some amazing albums. Yeah. Um, 
if I had to put one of his albums in my in my best of the decade, it's either that or Faces, his his um like mixtape project. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, more specifically, yeah. Angel Dust um, Wedding. Good AM is also good really AM is really like good. My top. Really good. So is Divine Feminine, but which had issues this past social media week. That was whack, man. That's okay. Gold Link. I don't know what he's trying. I to do. it's it's really a shame because Gold Link makes but like we good act, projects. We don't have to cancel Gold Link for that. We we don't. But that's but that's a really shitty way to to say that someone might have taken some inspiration from you. That's a really yeah. shitty way. And you do it when he's dead, when he can't defend himself. He put you on his first tour. Like, he gave you... um, He gave you your first tour, I mean, and then you just, like, say two years later. Not even his last album. Not even, like, his leaving album. Like, one of his mid-albums. Right. Yeah. You know, I played you some songs, and, uh, you know, I got off tour, and then you dropped a project, and... It was similar to my project, and I asked one of your boys, and they said, you know, we did what we had to do. I thought that was whack. Like, dude, it's the fucking music industry. You're not gonna, you're not gonna produce that straight. Like all music influenced project. by other music and events and people, so it's not, you know. I mean, short thing. it's it's a shame. Golding did really release some good music. I mean, he's mostly just known for Crew, which took his last album was strong, but it wasn't. Crazy. His 2019 one or the one before that? The one that most recently came out. The 2019, 2019 one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed that album. More specifically, though, when I say he makes good music, I'm talking about um, At What Cost, which had crew on it. Yeah. Some of those songs are really good. I know people won't listen to them because now he's canceling it. Also, probably no one's going to go back to that project cause, unless you're a Gold Link fan. But... That's that's a good album. It really is, but it's it's really corny that that's how he wanted to paint a picture of himself. Yeah, not a good move publicly. Um, but what else makes my honorables? Well, you said Arctic Monkeys. Um, we said that. We said that. Bon Iver, Bon Iver, comma Bon Iver. Also, uh, twenty two. You know, I never actually listened to that project. You should twenty two over soon. Um, whatever album that came off of, I think that might be Icon. No, no, I come eyes the, the most recent one. Is that just a song? Either way, Bon Iver should be mentioned in your top. top uh, I don't think I've ever listened albums. to a Bon Iver song. You have, and you just don't know it. Um, he worked with Kanye before. Justin Vernon? Yeah. Is he Bon Iver or is he Justin Vernon? It was on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, bro. I'm going to look this up now because I'm almost. Pot. I know John. I mean, not, is his name? I just said his name, and now I'm blanking. Well, yeah, the w- the one of the lead guys. Yes, him. I actually enjoy him. He he's on a lot of Jesus, and Jesus also probably would have made my honorable mention. But uh, yeah, it's just Justin Vernon, who is one of the front men for yes. Bon Iver. He talks, <clears throat> so he, he collaborates with Kanye um, on a lot. So he's talented. His music talented. as his fame. Some people criticize that as his fame. This last album he released, as his fame got to where it is. Now that he's you know he's been next to Kanye, who's now this huge thing, that his music suffered. But he is still extremely talented. He still puts on a show similar to our friend Kevin Spears does, with a lot of live instrumentation and a lot of lights and things like that. And talking and Justin Fernand or. Bon, bon Iver. Bon Justin Iver. Vernon as a part of them, but yeah. yes, Bon Iver. And so I think he's talented, and I think that a lot of people would, would for sure put them on the top list. Um, 
Ultraviolence, Lana Del Rey, <clears throat> should probably make people's at least honorable mentions or top top 20 lists. Yeah, um, that's a good one. I want to throw – I also think that even though, she, again, someone who's had controversy, I talked a lot about that in my last podcast or my other podcast, but No Name is certainly making herself for the late 2010s. Her oh, room, her Room 25. Um, room or, 25 is yeah. That's a very good project. project. Yeah, super um, good. And then I had um, hmm, who do I want to say? I'll say honorable mention. I really do think that I don't know if all three came out in this decade. I think two of them did. I really do think that Catfish and the Battlemen are like easily one of my top bands. And I just recently got into them, maybe eight months ago. I think that they are easily in my top top bands. Like almost, they're pretty much our mainstream. But just before that, I'd say I mean. Their sound is unique. Their music is great. It's all about, you know. Yeah, I mean, that project like you. Uh, this phase in my life. That project you put me on, I enjoy a lot. I let play when it comes on in my shuffle. Their most recent project is The Balance. That's what yeah, the two can that on. one. I really do like <laughs> that one. Um, but I guess that uh, if I were to do my last, my last top album of the decade, it's probably going to be drum roll folks put in the drum roll it's it's either going to be something really expected or something not expected i mean we've said a lot that i said i guess it's going to have to be 3001 a laced odyssey that that album opened my i thought the doors say that yeah for uh for zombies i went back after i listened to that i could go into their old music i they're one again a unique voice in rap they're independent crazy to see their come up and then build a fan base um they're on a, a major festival right now where they're the only hip hop act, and every other act is either a band, a metal band, or a or a hard rock. What band. festival? It's a festival in Columbus. Um, I forget oh. the name, but the the reason is because they found an appeal with that audience as well as like this other audience. It's it's so they're very interesting and they're very they're they they've they've definitely contributed to the culture in a, in a different way. And I think that their music in the 2010s is probably their strongest. I don't know, you know. I mean, I enjoy, all uh, their music's been in the 2010s. Yeah. Vacation, uh, this That's new Beast say. Coast stuff. That Beast Coast album is, is really, really good, actually. This in in terms of compilation albums, that's that's top three. I don't want to say it's number one because, obviously, Dreamville dropped. Yeah. And there's there's a couple more of the decade. But yeah. it's, it's for sure in the top three. And I guess, you know, a lot of these albums come to – that we've listed come from people who have been well established when they got into this decade already they were just getting famous and now since we're at 2018 2017 2018 2019 people like jid shmino people be arguing but to be honest they're probably gonna be mentioned in the 2020 to 2030 like they're gonna be the early 20s yeah they group. they know that they're gonna be the early 20s yeah group. they they couldn't get a decade but for sure if, if we're just pinpointing a year or pinpointing next year or the upcoming years i they'll for sure be in that conversation um especially jid i think jid is gonna have a crazy year coming up probably same with shmino i'm waiting for shmino to drop his next project um so what are you listening to joseph listen to a lot we've uh taken a lot of break here but uh let me see i can pull it up my recents um I listen to a lot of the same stuff. I actually, you know what? I really don't spend a lot of enough time looking through new music. Well, the weekend dropped. Either. Yeah, what do you? Here's my thoughts talk about that. that. Yeah, uh, go. He did Heartless and he did Blinding Lights. Start uh, with people say that they make opposite messages and they really don't. 
he's self-proclaimed on Twitter. Welcome to the psychotic mind fuck phase, mind break your mind phase. Congratulations, weekend. You you, you did you do after for the six. first time? I don't know, but um, I'm excited. Starboy again. If you listen to trilogy before any other weekend music came out, you could basically listen to trilogy and go. If I could guess how this and you knew minimum about music you could be like i could guess how the sound i don't think starboy was really how the sounds of this artist will go except starboy yeah i was gonna say Kissland makes sense beauty behind the madness makes sense i feel like his features for for the 50 shades movies make sense even when he got with ariana i was like okay this is a little more popular a little yeah. more mainstream but it makes sense starboy was the exception and he knew it starboy it was very popular. It was like I, top I think in Spotify look at for them, a while, but yeah. it didn't have its lasting impact as his previous projects has. Even Kissland, which people overlook, has a crazy following still. Kissland's pretty good. So Starboy was his I can do the mainstream. But after that, he did this whole Selena breakup, Bella out of Bella to make music. As soon as he's done with the album, he's back with Bella. Like that's some weekend. Is he shit. back with Bella? He's back with somebody. <laughs> and <laughs> Now that it's like he only broke up to just, you know, it's a lot of weekend lore out there. But the point is, these two songs are strong. They're hitting people in the best of ways in terms of a more mature, not mature, just a more evolved artist from Starboy. This is a distinct feeling from Starboy. It's not super poppy. It's not super dark. Yeah, we all want the dark stuff. My Dear Melancholy was a great throwback. dark stuff. My Dear Melancholy was a great throwback. It was actually... Like almost like a backlash. It was kind of over emo compared to his previous emo stuff, in my opinion. But it was still very good. Um, that didn't. That doesn't detract from it. That that's what makes it good. I think. Which um, I think that these this album, this next album, is going to be a heater. And here's here's what what needs to happen if it's going to be a real heater. He needs to have no more than like three features on it. Oh, I agree. The more features you put on, the less. This your is project a week, This is me. almost a weekend specific criticism. I can make the argument for other artists too. The weekend needs to put as little features as possible. Ed Sheeran. I think he normally rocks out with Ed Sheeran. Should not be features. on any more of the weekends out. Oh, that song's garbage. With okay, him. He, actually, Ed Sheeran should really. Okay, we're not going to talk about him. <laughs> the, and Drake, if Drake gets a song in the Weekends album, that will be Drake buying publicity because that means Drake's going to release. Mm, I don't think he'll get a song. If he does, though, he hasn't gotten it a means song. Drake in a while. will be releasing. I feel like Soon, Drake actually hasn't been sucks. featured in a while, yo. Well, uh, Party Next mm-hmm. Door, but I feel like that's required. That's, that's your because artist. Party. Next well, we'll get it. We'll Drake, get into Party. We'll get that's into Party. Drake walking Party and being like, "This is my artist." Remember, yeah, I we'll, brought him up. We'll get into that. But and the weekend. So uh, I think that's what I've been listening to. I mean, which song do you think is better out of those two? Heartless. See, I would agree. I I think this is my take on his next album. I think the weekend is slowly walking this line towards real mainstreamism. If you look at his projects in terms of, of walking. Starboy was his bout for that. I, I know, but wait, wait. He's this in the this is my look. It's you over. start with Trilogy, but he's, he's, I feel like he's, he's really going deep. You start with Trilogy, okay, not, not too bad. You go to Kissland, all right, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever. We that hit was beauty. pretty niche, bro. That was like a that was a Tokyo anime inspired. It was al- it was French Canadian album. It was niche, but when you listen to the songs, Beauty Behind the Madness was his push into. Hi, I'm gonna exactly that's what I'm saying. So the I more, so then you get to Beauty Behind the Madness, you're you're there. You're fully fucking. You're in that world. Starboy was like, I'm I'm in this world. I'm loving it. I'm a superstar. Whatever. My dear Melancholy, 
All right, you know, Let's, let me t- let me take it back for my real core fans because my last two projects have been real mainstream. I'll acknowledge that. And this next one, I feel like it's just it's else. I didn't really like uh I liked Heartless. I didn't really like the other one. It's Yeah, I I just don't know why. Maybe cuz when I first saw it it was paired with that BMW commercial and I was like, so you're making commercial music now. Like I think they made the message for his music. I but think I think he made that song purely for that commercial, and he said, "Maybe you know Let what? me release another. The, let me release another song." Blinding lights might not even make it on the final album, and he's done it before because he's already released these two uh, songs on CD, vinyl, and special. I, I think, hope he doesn't. I think because maybe it's Heartless not a good one. And blinding lights might not make it on the album, but well, the more throwaway singles you have, the better. Because I like hearing a project start for start to finish without knowing a song. I actually skip most songs that I know on the project. I like them both. I like Heartless better. I don't think I don't think his music's going to be compromised in this album. I don't think it was compromised in Starboy. It was only it, it wasn't on par with the quality and the darkness that we remember, but and I didn't ex- certainly didn't expect it. But again, he's dating Selena. Apparently she's toxic. He wants to make a mainstream album. This is what I hear. Soccer moms can play on the radios. He made he made more money. He made so much money that year off soccer moms. Exactly. On the way to you, soccer you have your money now. He's got take the bag, it, man. Take it back to the roots, man. You don't have to go mainstream Plus, anymore. Plus, he's dancing around in lights, and he's cut his hair. And exactly. Out That's with Metro what I'm saying, Bowman. man. He looks like fucking... Uh, I don't, it's just, I don't know, man. I really, I don't want to have hopes this for this project if because rap, I know I'll be disappointed. If we took all the rappers and put them in Star Wars character roles... If Childish Gambino was not Billy D. Williams, then The Weeknd would be. Billy yes, D. that's D. what I was going to say. That's who he looks like. Yes. But Childish Gambino kind of already did that. Not that The Weeknd should. I think Childish did a great bot. But in terms of music, either way, weird analogy. Either way, what else have you been listening to? Um, you should keep your eye on Cold War Kids. Uh, when they were on tour last. What la- is that? What? What did band. you just say? Cold War Kids. They're pretty mainstream. I don't really like most of their music. But you should pay attention to them because when kanye west kicked off good music's month where they did four drops or whatever or six whatever it was um Pusha t and nas and him and tana taylor who else was that it i think that might have been it either way they were on tour and they listened to the to it week for week when they were on tour and they are decided that they are going to borrow from kanye's concept and release essentially not see it's not a cold war kids month because they didn't release one in a row like like kanye did but they are releasing essentially mini projects um inspired by those listening sessions of of good music and this caught my attention so i listened to their first one it's called new age norms one i assume the next one's going to be called new age norms two again not crazy it's this one's five songs it's 18 minutes um actually it might be more than that it might be seven um it's eight actually eight total eight songs eight total eight songs 30 minutes i uh not crazy about their music but i like this album a lot um this project i should say i'm excited to see what other you know inspirations of this good music month that come out of it um you know they have like love is mystical which from their album la divine is like one of the mainstream songs they're known for um, but they're talented. I'm just, I'm not crazy about them, but I really like this project so far. Um, the game, Anderson Pack, Stainless, like that. Are those features? No, the, oh. uh, that's a, that's a track by itself that oh. the game released, I think off his album coming up, Born to Rap, where he basically, oh yeah, that released, I was going to ask for released to an it. ad f- asking for pregnant women. And yeah, dude, that's, them. that's nasty, man. He's a king, man. I don't want to like listen future. to that He's album. He's a king. 
because that is something no. that <laughs> have you seen that album cover yeah i've seen the album cover no there's i, I just from that album cover i don't even want to listen to that project man. Left bad bitches in the club that that's, that's i don't know allegedly, i listened to a lot of this of band called vistas it's a very upbeat kind of uh kind of so you've been on a band wave huh i'm always on a band wave i always balance my band and my rap um, you tend to expose me to a couple bands. AMOXO is someone that I've been listening to recently. Frank Ocean's tracks we didn't even talk about. Tame Impala is coming out with that. Yeah, what did you uh, what did you think of those also Frank Foles, tracks? Also but I can get into all that in later. Frank Ocean, um, I hate how people are taking these two tracks and going, is Frank Ocean rap album on the way? Like, shut up, dude. Shut up. Let the man release an album. We don't stop trying to make the album what you want to make it before it's released. Who cares if he does a rap album or not? Do I think Frank Ocean can rap if he wants to? Sure. Do I think he can sing if he wants to? Sure. But stop trying to force him, force everybody to be expecting a rap album from him when he just released two songs. Great. He has a club, so maybe some of these songs are inspired to be played at the club. Congratulations. Still solid Frank songs. Very solid Frank songs. Um, Personally, I prefer... I think in my room to DHL just because I feel like I, I do like the, the whole beat and his voice over it, but I just feel like it's just, it's, it's an easy song. It's yeah. even if it's Frank Ocean, it's an easy song. Just got a pack came in the mail DHL. And you're just repeating that over and over again. Basically that's, that's an easy song. Uh, if, and if you're not Frank Ocean, that's a song that's going to flop. Probably. Probably. Uh, is that what you've been listening to? Is it my turn? Yeah, I mean, I could go on, but I'll just guess I'll save them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, did you listen to Party Next Door's two two piece? I did. What'd you think? I'm not a fan of the Drake one for obvious reasons. I um, really don't like the Drake one. Um, it was just kind of bad, and uh, it, it was I, very bad. I like Party Next Door, and I liked his other song, but I didn't like it better than his other music. Yeah, I I like the news, but I don't. Overall, if you, it was it was a bad two piece, man. To me, he shot. He probably one asked for Drake two. for advice, and Drake picked him, and that's why they didn't go over well. That's the thing. Don't. He's <laughs> reliant on somebody who is a goofball. His project, it, it better be good, man. I, like people have been the, checking for singles, parties based on how the, they were received. He should take them off. Uh, yeah, I agree. And they shouldn't be Just on his like project. The, if it is on his <laughs> project, he should take them off. He should really look at what this project is gonna gonna be. Because people have been checking for party. You dropped two shitty songs, and now you're probably locked back in your cage until that album comes. And if that album sounds anything like that Drake song, or more than half those songs sound like that solo, the news song, I'm going to be disappointed, man. He's been, he's been locked for too long. Man. I'm going to be never real let, disappointed. He never let his first phase completely flourish. He really didn't. He's, he should have put out at least another few tracks in that first phase. I feel like he's he's been caught in his first phase, man, because he's if you think about the the projects he's dropped, PND one, PND two, PND three, and you can play all those songs back to back, basically back to back, and it will sound like trilogy. It will flow basically. And I mean, besides colors one and colors two, right. which again put those together, they're flowing. So it's like right. what he has no face. He has no real end. Like define and new music, like it's just all. It's just all what Drake wants him to do. It's all just a stream of the same party. Uh, so I'm not impressed, but I have been listening to them. I hope, I hope he improves. Uh, I've been listening to the Griselda album. What would Sheen Gun do? Yeah, that's that's <sighs> fresh off the press. I've not given that a listen, but I'm that going to. That is a to. fire album. That album makes you want to whip up a brick and rob somebody, man. That is a fire ass album. Really, real straight, street rap, huh? Straight street grimy rap. There's a lot of Buffalo references and Buffalo talk. 
Uh, even the cover is is clearly the crackhead, famous Buffalo crackhead. It's just a good like album. And being from Buffalo, listening to it in Buffalo, you relate to it more. Um, funny story. I was actually driving to work like early, like in the morning, like six a.m. I mean six thirty, whatever. I was playing this album, and I saw a complete red car. And Westside Gun is known for his red cars while playing this album very early. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is that Westside Gun? And the guy was speeding, swerving through traffic, had like a crazy license plate. I forgot what it said. Um, so I'm just blasting this album, just like trying to catch up to this guy. Like, what the, what the fuck? Like, is this Westside Gun? I get up there. It's not Westside Gun. But he is also playing this album. And I'm like, ho, ho. Like, you are very nice. greatly inspired. Clearly. Red card. Westside. I was like, oh, interesting. But overall, very good album. Chef's Dread, uh, Cruiserweight Coke. Uh, what else? Um, hmm. Oh, Freddie Hotspot. That's the song that I was looking for. Freddie Hotspot. Good. I I would say in terms of the three, Conway probably is is leading the charge on this album for me. Benny, of course, is just a very good rapper. Like probably top three in the world right now. Um. I think he's number two. West Side came in at three for me. But still, very good project overall. Like, very hard-hitting songs. And then, besides that, I've been listening to um, Lamb Over Rice, Axel Bronson's project. Interesting. Yeah, I always get into these pockets of enjoying Axel Bronson and then not enjoying him, then going back and enjoying him. More specifically from that song, um, Seven. I think it's pretty good. The beat's pretty good. Very unorthodox beat for Axon Bronson, I would say. But he does. He's an unorthodox guy. Yeah. So it's not like out of the pocket at all, but it's just very good to me. And then lastly, um, I don't know if you put me on to this or someone else, but just Cosmo, Cosmo Pike. Was yeah, that, that you? that was me. That was a official uh, yeah, suggestion. Finally you, went He's back. Fired. Well, because I favorited the project. I didn't favor the song, so it didn't appear in my shuffle. Um, and I never go into my albums unless I'm looking for a specific album. And I saw this, and I was like, what the fuck is this? So I clicked on it, played it while doing some homework. Very good project. Told you, man, he's fire, and I don't know what he's up to or what he's doing, but I hope it's music. Yeah, because that came out two years ago, man. I need, to, I want some new music. That's five songs, man. We got nothing from him. Yeah. If you're listening to this Cosmo release, damn it. Five fucking songs in February twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. I think, he, like I said, I think he's a UK dude, so it's like anybody's guess what he's doing or what he's up to. That man still has half a million monthly listeners too, off that, off of projects from three years ago almost. That's right. He's got the bass, man. I wonder what he does to make music. I don't know. But that, just coming off rip, like, I don't even think he's on SoundCloud or anything. Just coming off rip of a project like that is kind of crazy. It's Um, fucking nuts. So, who knows? Um, I mean, there are some UK artists out there that nobody knows about that are fucking crazy. So, Besides that, man, uh, that's, again, Arctic Monkeys. Always finds a way into my play. Besides that, that's all I got. That's all I've been listening to. All right, that's it. That's the whole, that's it. That's our show. Yeah, folks, you can follow me everywhere except for my Snapchat because. Which I'll be releasing publicly. He welcomes all Snapchats and streets. I deleted my Snapchat. I don't have one anymore. Max will get you cursed out. (laughs) 
and then I got too many followers, so I deleted it. Uh, and I got I wanted to change my username, and you know. You know, I changed actually because I do have a new Snapchat. I changed my username. I uh, well, I have a new username, new Snapchat, blah blah blah. I still I I just can't get behind it, man. After I made that, I sat down with myself and I was like, why did I create another Snapchat? Like why? And then I got one Snapchat and I was like, this this is enjoyable to me. Once you break free, man. Once you break free. I don't know what it is, man. I really don't. Maybe it's because I had so no many. No one likes looking at stories anymore. I that's, don't care what I, you I think say. that's what it is. I don't is. care who you are and what you say, premium or non-premium. You don't like looking at your friend's Snapchat stories. You don't care. I think you it's don't. also the fact Nobody that cares. it's just like. What is so-and-so doing right now? Text them. Or if you're not with them, who cares? But, but beyond the stories, I think it's just the fact that of just like the sending the one 10 second photo back and forth and it's uh, it's, it's just of someone's face not doing anything. originally it was great because i guess you could send nudes but now that everybody knows snapchat's keeping your fucking photos and I mean, and now we're adults they're, they're we are adults. they're like look what you did two years ago and you're like wow you yeah kept it's that? it's I, it's just something about it man like, where it's just it's not snapchat in my is a very younger generation app actually if you think about it am it's I, like am I high old school, head now? it's like high school fucking high school and below I think I'm an because, old. I'm an old guy. And then now. the news stories they do are dog shit. All the oh, yeah. little, the, the whole little Snapchat shows that's, that's all of trash. those, all the ones that are worth watching are also YouTubers, and you can just watch them there. Yeah, it's it's, it's fucking trash. So, but Snapchat, I still don't I really enjoy the whole Instagram stories yet. Besides just reposting like certain things, um, I don't know. Snapchat's in a weird pocket for me. Don't if I if I add you on Snapchat, we're cool. But please don't Snapchat me unless I Snapchat you. Just yeah. don't. It's you're probably not gonna get a response from me. I'm I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, man. But find me everywhere text at Seven one six. Yeah, you should text me, but don't give out my number. And also, if I don't reply through text, because I probably won't, because I'm again just a horrible replier lately. Don't take it Who personal. Are you defending against? All right. Nobody. Find us everywhere. Podcasts are listened to at Unwrapped spelled. U-N-R-A-P-P-E-D because it's a rap. You you get it. And and what's your Snapchat just so that people have I it? I don't have one. Oh, yeah. I also deleted all of my tweets. Yeah, so did I. Well, after I did. Well, I did mine first. No, I did my Snapchat. All right, folks. First. Thanks for you, joining us. Succubus. <laughs> <laughs> you just took my energy. All right. Thanks for joining us. And if you're listening, come on the podcast. If you're a Buffalo creative um of any kind yeah man i'll uh i'll get back to send up some guests school has been rocking my school's ass school's about recently. to be over we're gonna crank out some episodes all right can you not call me a succubus again on air thanks